Down the avenue in the city under neon light. 
effect 1973 i love the art on that one it's great kill cody so long we got the intox edibles with camera camera the camerata soul it's close i'm gonna get close it doesn't matter the song totally kicks ass it's not even in english doesn't matter it's totally fucking awesome rock and roll Fuck it. and then lee christian our buddy who are going to come on and guest host eventually here, The Social Distance. Check them out.
to the new Democratic Republic of Pandemoria. We hope that you enjoy your visit. Please take care when stepping off the craft and mind the gap. Use the handrail if necessary. We ask you to respect the rules. Wear a face covering at all times. Sanitize whenever possible at stations provided. And of course, please do remember to social distance.
Lee Christian, the social distance, intoxidables with Camaranda Soul. Because that's how they say if you can't get it, to just slow down. Well, you did it. I bet you I did say it right because I slowed down and I enunciated. Camaranda Soul. You did it. That actually sounded cool the way I said it. Now that you're saying it like that, it sounded very, it, it almost sounded as stoned as I am. There it is. I just but mimicked it is you a, like a parrot. Plus, I, I can understand it. other languages better when I'm fucking stoned. Yeah, you know, that's why drugs were kind of brought in. to sure. like for empathy reasons. Fuck yeah. You know, like makes empathy total sense. for your soul, empathy for other people. You know, it's like drugs are a great thing. Let's just be real. I know. It's just you got to what some of them are and some of them are just like everything else, just like food. Just like plants. That's true. Some of our good for something like everything is like that. Yeah. Everything you know? is a drug. If you really think about it, you can like, get addicted to anything. Everybody's on something. Yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't take anything. And I and I mean, like recreational drugs. Alcohol yeah. or actually, if they don't, they're not doing those things. They're usually like on something every, like an everyday thing that they need to take for like mental health or whatever. So like everybody seems to be on something. I yeah. Think. Pharmaceuticals. Right. Yeah. Everything at this point, it's, you know, prescribed or non-prescribed is all I'm saying. Somebody, yeah. if you like, when you're out there in the world and you're like, Oh, that person's being a dick. Sure. They might actually be a dick. There's no doubt that is pretty, but they also might be on something. Yeah. yeah. That's altering them and making them a little edgier than they want to be. Or, or a little less aware. Like, you know, a lot of stuff makes you very dull. So you got to watch it. That's true. You know, if Just you're, saying, yeah. Yeah. I think if everybody's on something, then, you know, maybe everybody is not as big of a dick as we think. Yeah. Some things, I mean, dull. Dull could just be like quiet and thinking. That's why, that's why I get so paranoid on marijuana. Because I think everyone thinks I'm just a fucking boring piece of shit. And then I'm sitting there and then like, am I being judged? That's what goes through my head. But also but that's it's very like, common. It's because they're fucking high and not they're just thinking and having a good time in their head. Everyone just needs to like just have a good time in their head. Because that is there's very a lot of common people. what yeah. you said, though, because that's happened to me before, too, where like something that I wouldn't even think about, like. Uh, I'll overthink it if I'm stoned. Yeah, totally. Like I literally, I, I, I just have to, you, you, you got to understand, like you always have to remember that like when you're, when you're, when you're drinking, when you're on pot or we're just going to say those ones. Cause those are the ones that you and I do. So yeah. like, like it's not the best time to make decisions. Terrible time. So like, don't, yeah, just chill the fuck out. Like literally, unless you're like cutting carrots and you ch chop the fucking tip of your finger off, just don't. Yeah. Don't if make you, any decisions. Got to book a flight. Don't do it when don't you're intoxicated. Do it. Don't do it. If you're two bottles in, do not use a knife and don't use a travelocity app. No. Just keep it. Keep it calm. Just booking. Booking.no. Like you should make a list for yourself of the things that you can accomplish whilst intoxicated. That's like, a good idea. Oh, you know what I'm really good at when I'm super baked? 
is putting together fucking furniture. That's a good one. I'm not as good at it when I'm when I'm regular me. I'm just get way too frustrated. Yep. That's one. That's a good one. Hey, marijuana. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's just you got to You got to know your strengths and weaknesses. We're up to big Jim's wild card, dude. Are you ready? Yeah, do it. It's new and improved. Do more. Like, give it some. Don't stop it. That's better. It's not super loud. Not. We'll fix it in post. Okay. I like it. How about I'll still do it. Okay. For just, but for now, now it's a hybrid because you really, I think you got to hit it harder. But don't, you don't have to do it right now. It's just, you know, it's my drummer's drum set. I feel weird doing it. All right. So feel weird. This is a great track. It's called Coin Toss. We know we're going to say the name wrong, probably, but that's fine. That's the theme. This show is me saying names wrong or not. I don't even know. I'm guessing that I'm saying it wrong. Half the time, I bet you if I just said it, I'd be saying it right. At least 50 percent. At least. No, you're fine, dude. You got this. Dr. S-O-U-C. Sook or soak. It could be sauce. It could be. Yeah. If, if they're not giving us the, uh, you know, dictionary. Uh, what's that called? Phonetical. Phonetical breakdown. Yeah. If they're yeah. not giving. Then we're just going to get a voicemail from them. But either way, they're Big Jim's wild card. And oh. I spelled it for you. You can look them up. Great stuff. Very. Um, it's got that beat poetry vibe to it. The song is Coin Toss. And it is Mickey Walker for episode 
knew that we could Gotta save my fam, gotta feed the hood Word around town is I did good Only spit the truth so the real consume Gotta make some power moves so I can never lose Know the rain's coming soon I'm not gonna sing the blues like I used to do I'm better now, put me in a good mood Got it figured out like a Rubik's Cube I don't have to break the rules just to prove that I'm cool I paid my dues, got the dirt off my shoes Now I got the juice So I'll show up Coin toss. Big Jim's wild card. Matt's got the acoustic out. Which is cool because actually the last song on the set list is Coastal Fire Department's What I Do Acoustic. See? Acoustic guitars come in handy. Thank you, Coastal Fire Department. They do. And I really, I don't think there's ever been a time ever where I haven't enjoyed not, I'm not saying I've enjoyed it more, but I haven't enjoyed an acoustic cover or, or an acoustic version of a popular song. Amen. It's hard to always find. great. Always to great find. to hear. Uh, hear the stuff stripped down. Because the second the second you play a guitar, that's an acoustic guitar and it is out of tune. You can tell and you're going to stop playing or you're going to tune it. A whole band, a whole band could be ready to play. They could be the best band in the world. If someone's fucking guitar is out of tune, shit sounds like crap. Mm. That's it. So it's it's good. It's it's great. Usually, if you're fucking confident enough to show up with an acoustic guitar, you're going to pl- probably play it right because you're not you're not going to be out of tune. I gotcha. You know, I gotcha. Sure. Because you look like shit. <laughs> you're one guy. You one human, yourself one woman. in front of all the people you're trying to impress with your acoustic. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking, I say. Yeah. Yep. Second-hand arms dealer, living, a need a squeeze, throw me a line, and Jane Lee Hooker with Drive, right now, uh, we're episode uh, 338. Give me now. 
wish that I could see you, my friend. It's been too long, it's been hard. Oh, I really wish that I could get in my car and drive to you. Hooker drive. Those guys are great. All these are great. I got this. I went. Uh, it's kind of a little bit of a, 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 a more mellow rock vibe 
at the the last tracks here. Uh, oh, yeah. With Anita Squeeze, they just released a new EP. They're going to be sending us new songs uh, with Throw Me a Line and then Secondhand Arms Dealer, one of our favorite band names, uh, with Living to wrap the set list up for episode 338. We got our friend Ben Wise in the stars tonight and Coastal Fire Department with What I Do, the acoustic version. Don't look down below Be in the stars 
Star, oh, did you just smash mouth that shit? Just, just smash my own mouth. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> you all starred me. Yep. Did it. It's interview time, brother. Oh, it's better than Smash Mouth. It's an yeah, interview. It's better than Smash But not a lot is, though, from the <laughs> night. I was listening to the pop of the 90s, and man. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to beat. All right. We got um, Adrian is here from Fight the Sun. Hello. How are you? You guys never opened for Smash Mouth, I hope. No, it's a, it's a shame. Shame that, I, you know, it's, it's definitely at the top of the list or close to the top of the list. <laughs> I actually, I actually, my friend Steve, uh, he passed away, but he took me to a concert. It was one of those, I don't know if you remember back in the day, they had Marlboro Miles. And if you got it, clipped a bunch of pieces off of Marlboro cigarette packages. If you collect enough, and Adrian, it was a lot. Then you could go to a concert for free. Yeah. And he's like, Dio, you want to go to Smash Mouth? And I'm like, for free? Oh, yeah. And the guy, the lead singer just got so shitbagged on uh, Jagermeister. He just had a fifth of Jagermeister on stage and he was hammering it. He couldn't even walk up the bus stairs. It was an absolute mess. I loved it. Oh, God. I loved every rock and roll minute of it, Adrian. Every rock and roll minute. <laughs> oh, man. How's it going, brother? Yeah, really good. Really good. Um, yeah, just that obviously for us or for me, it's just a little after 7 a.m. So just sort of waking up and so you'll have to forgive me if, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a slow, slow takeoff for me. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. It's the but artist I'll, way. I'll, I'll do have my coffee. So we'll, you we'll got your you double, triple express. You had to throw Pretty it much. in there. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It'll get you going. Coffee mm. is rock and roll. It should be in there with sex, drugs, and coffee and rock and roll. Yeah, be yeah. Who do you know that? Who do you know that's in the music business that doesn't drink coffee? I really can't think of anyone. And if they don't, then they should really reconsider. Their, and if they, and even yeah, yeah. even if they're doing drugs, they still drink coffee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what's that? What's that? What's that thing from? That, what's that famous line from Spinal Tap uh, at the end? Um, if, if I, something to do, if I get the sex and the drugs, I can do without the rock and roll yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So this is the coffee. So, you know, it, for me, it's the, if I get the coffee, I can do without the rock and roll. <laughs> Seriously. So you got, all right, we're going to do a thing. We're going to, you know, let me see. Do I want to talk about this first? Cause I like to, my favorite track by you guys. And I wrote down cause carnival is the newest one, right? That's correct. That's okay. Correct. So we'll play that after the interview. Mm -hmm. Cool. So yeah, that and then because then we can talk about it. Like? But my yeah, yeah. favorite, Goodbye Gravity. Really? I dig that one. You're old school. I do dig that one. Yeah, I went back into all of them. Now, Carnival, I liked the um, how you're doing the lyrics in that song a lot. How it's how you the singing style is really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, well, it's, it's really interesting because. Um, if I played you the original version of that, it sounds a lot, lot more like a really kind of more 70s, almost like a David Bowie type of song. Um, and it's sort of that, that beat, you know, that sort of glam rock sort of, you know, th that sort of swing kind of thing, if you, if you know the era of music at all. And yeah, I do. And, but, but uh, that's, yeah, how it ended up. Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot sort of heavier and a lot quicker as well. It was, a, it was a fair bit slower. It started off a fair bit slower, so. But yeah, I think that I think that the the way that the vocal delivery was just really kind of to match the 
the, 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 I guess the vibe of the song, you know what I mean? Because like I said, it ended up being very different to what it was originally, the original concept, so to speak. So, But I really dig it. Because I go, mm, cool. through, you, gotta go cool, you gotta go through everything, right? Because I want to hear, I want to hear. Because you guys have been doing music for a while, like you got a lot of videos, a lot of content. You yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah. like, I like to hear the whole progression of where you know, like how it, like you said, like you were just saying. There's some songs that have more of a '70s type groove, and then mm-hmm. there's heavier ones. So it's great as a listener yeah. because you get the band, but you get different versions of the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's it. I mean, it's, it's that classic thing that most people probably talk about. It's just a mix of everything. We listen to just everything. Like, you'd be surprised. Maybe you wouldn't be surprised if we told you what we all listen to, you know, and, and, and it's just trying to find a way of getting all those little pieces in there, you know, so. So let's do a thing right now, speaking of that, that I love to do because I know I have mine. First record you ever bought, complete record, first tape, and first CD that I bought, or that you bought with your own, so I, with either my, your my parents' money. money or your money. Oh, like, okay, you, okay, okay. You consciously were like, "I got to get that that ET song" because I did buy John Williams' ET song once. My first was yeah. "Eye of the Tiger." That was the first single record. Single, the first record. I don't even remember what was mine. I'm trying to think to give you time. Do you got your? I yeah, I think. I think the first tape, I'm pretty certain, and I'm not just trying to, you know, you know ramp up the rock and roll credibility. Here, <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's just what I, it is. I'm pretty, uh, I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm 90% certain it was Let There Be Rock. ACDC. Oh, that's it, a good one. It was my one. first tape. And I remember, I remember it was my mum. It was my mum bought it for me. We went, we used to go shopping every, Pretty certain it was every Saturday morning. I had to do the grocery shopping and yeah, yeah, and, and whatever. And where we were, the ball that we we're at, there was a music store there. And I walked in, and I really liked ACDC. Um, just I think it's un-Australian not to. Um, I think so. Yeah, they, they revoke your citizenship if you don't. Um, <laughs> well, and yeah, I just remember seeing it. And see, the thing you got to remember though, the Australian version had a different cover. The original Australian version. I don't know if you've seen this. No, I gotta look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google it. It's basically a picture of a guitar neck and hand, and it's like the hands are sort of blurry, like it's like a motion, you know, like a whatever you want to call it. My brain can't think of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Morning, but it's the hands on a on a fretboard of the guitar. And I, I remember seeing the tape, and I'd, I'd heard ACDC. I, I knew what they were about, but I hadn't heard everything. And I remember seeing the tape, and I went, "Wow, look at that! Look at that picture of the." Because I hadn't started playing guitar yet, I don't think, but I was wanted to. So that was the first tape. Um, first Literally my that, favorite my favorite rock band. Is oh, AC. 100%, yeah. It, Without just because, them, yeah. you know, people always talk about rock and roll, and I yeah. don't think there is a more pure rock and roll band in the history mm. of rock and roll. ACDC yeah, yeah. is it. If I had yeah. to tell aliens what rock and roll yeah. was, I'd give mm-hmm. them ACDC. It's bluesy mm-hmm. and it punches mm-hmm. you right squaw in the mush. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's, I, I couldn't agree more. Like um, I said to my friend, ACDC sounds like the opening of a beer. Because <laughs> they're just absolute rippers. I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it, it's just so ingrained. And I guess being Australian as well, it's just so ingrained in our 
our culture. I'm trying to think of an American, uh, an equivalent. And, and I, I don't know. It, it's probably like, maybe that's not exactly the same, but I was going to say like Bruce Springsteen or something, you know, like it's just part of the culture. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, he yeah. was. Boy, when Springsteen was going, man, he was like, yeah, because yeah. that was all the 80s and everything yeah, with, the, yeah. with the Russia and the Cold War and born in the USA. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, Rocky yeah. three. Come on. Outrageous. Yeah. Or Rocky four. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was so America. It was, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, look, you know, he, he actually, you know, he's more like, I don't know if you've ever heard of it as an Australian artist uh, called Jimmy Barnes. Yep. He was in a band called Cold Chisel. And I, I think that's probably more our Springsteen, but not yeah, quite. Yeah, yeah. You know, what he wrote about not, was probably probably a little bit more straight ahead rock and roll sort of stuff. Where obviously I mean, our, our, our yeah. ACDC would almost be more like one of the grunge bands. Yeah. From yeah. the 90s. Because everything yeah. from the 70s was so melodic and like groovy. There's no other way to describe it. And then like yeah, the yeah. 90s was grunge which yeah acdc not grungy sounding but definitely grungy dudes they got the vibe okay and you, and you can't tell me that a lot of those bands you know if you speak to the guys like alice and chains and all those sort of guys they it's it's one of their favorite bands as well so you, know. you could tell man in a box like yeah, that yeah, just yeah. that riff like that's that's like acdc style we're gonna come we're gonna we're gonna pull up we're going to be going 100. We're going to yeah. slam on the brakes. We're going to jump out, slap you in the face, get back <laughs> in the car and take off. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. rock and roll. It is. Maybe they leave is. you a smoke. I don't know. Nah, no, no, not. no, no, no. Maybe a pack of smokes and um, if it's Angus, it's, if it's Angus, it's a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. And he's still I going. Know, I know. Um, all right, vinyl. What was your first vinyl? Do you remember? I think mine might have been David Lee Roth's album, uh, Hot in the Sun or something. It really is. I'm not, see, I'm not that proud of that one with yeah. California Girl and everything yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I know the one. Um, geez, God, I should have come prepared for this. Um, I it's think, not that easy. No, it's not. Cause you just, if I go and have a look at all my vinyl, I've got everything. I've kept everything. I've lost a couple yeah, of things too. over the years, but for the most part, I've kept everything. And, I'm pretty certain, and I think I'm pretty certain it was an Iron Maiden record. And I'm oh, pretty not. I'm pretty confident it's either Killers or Number of the Beast. I could have got them around about the same time. I could have even sure. got them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's either one of those two. I'd have to say those covers. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, again, again as a kid. You know, it would have been, I don't know, 10 years old or 11 or whatever, something like that. It would have been pretty young. I didn't have the record player. My dad had the record player. Yeah, me too. And, um, and yeah, again, so those covers, you just looked at them and you went, whoa, what, what's that? You know, you know like. You're drawn to them like, like a, a moth to a flame. Like, I mean, really, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I would just go straight back to the heavy metal section. Yeah, yeah. And start going through and having my mind blown yeah. by how they were incorporating like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff into it almost fantasy elements. Oh, that artwork. I remember, you know, it would have been a little while later, but I remember getting the Somewhere in Time uh, on vinyl as well. And that album cover, you could sit there for hours, oh. like all the little 
things like all the little references. You know, I mean, you know, they cover obviously, but you know that that cityscape, that futuristic cityscape, and it's got all the little Iron Maiden references it's in the back. It's so you know? cool. Even I literally sit there for, and every time I pick it up, I'd see something new. Like, oh wow, look at that! You know, they probably love that. They probably would love. Oh. They're probably like, oh man, that's exactly what we wanted to do because it was different when those albums came out. That's what yeah. you would do. You'd look at it yeah. while you were listening. You know. Remember, so I'm now they're actually releasing vinyl again, which is nice. Like well, bands well, are. Vinyl, so at least kids might get to experience that. Well, what, what's the statistic? Was it last year or the year before? Whatever. It, be? it was like obviously a recent year when they were saying that vinyl was outsold everything else. Good. You know. And it's, it's fantastic. And what, what people don't realize, this is only something I learned the other day is I remember when I was a kid and we went from, you know, with that transition from, from uh, vinyl to CD and everyone's going, oh, CD's better, blah, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. But what they don't realize is I remember all these kids at school, you know, oh, why you still got, you know, vinyl and why, you know, why aren't you buying CDs, which I eventually did like everyone else. But, so, uh, this is a, a music nerd fact just for a second apparently in the late 70s they the quality of vinyl manufacturing like just went through the floor like it was just i don't know it was something to do with shortage of the materials and so a lot of the vinyl from that era from the late 70s early 80s sounded worse than the sound quality wasn't as good as it from earlier in the decade sure and so by the time the cds came along People, you know, let's put a CD on, put the vinyl on, and went, yeah, CDs sound better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because, but if you actually go back, if you find an older vinyl and still good condition from, you know, in the mid 70s and earlier, the quality of audio quality is, is right up ah. there. You know? So there you go. There, there's your music nerd facts. Love it. Because you know, most of the people who listen to the show are artists. Yeah. The yeah, artists yeah, listen to the show. So, so all right. So, yeah. what was the first CD you got when you had to break down and actually get one? I'm looking over at my CDs as I'm. I know you're going to get. I I'll say mine. Mine was uh, yep. Eddie Eddie Money's greatest hits. Eddie Money. Okay. That was Not, the first one see, I ever got. I think I I know of Eddie Money, but uh, he wasn't that big here. So he was you know, just. I, I, I he was like a rock and roll crooner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I, I know the name, and I remember reading. You know, I don't mean to be disrespectful but he passed away recently didn't he i remember reading something somewhere yeah yeah he did yeah um god i want to say now i might be wrong on mine i say that but i remember i got it for christmas one year and i think there was a stack of them so it's not like if you came back in a year adrian and you were like hey remember what i said about that cd bullshit you can retract we, we, we could be here till mid. mid you I say also mid-day. prefaced it. Yeah. You also prefaced it with the seven a.m. and the cup of coffee. So you're fucking. You're yeah. all good. Okay, that's, that's that's my pass. That's my pass. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm I'm pretty confident. Again, again, I'm going to go back to fall back to ACDC. I'm pretty certain it was Highway to Hell. <sighs> pretty certain. It's it, it's it's either that or. I think I might have bought a single, a Guns N' Roses single. It's one or the other. And it would have been around the Use Your Illusion time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would yeah, have been yeah. You Could so, Be Mine. I remember how huge I that think, track was. I think you could be right. I could Because I bought that single. Yeah. I remember buying yeah. that. 
Because it mm-hmm. just came out as this, didn't it? Came out before Use Your Illusion one or two. So you had a choice and it came I'm out with certain. Terminator 2. I'm pretty certain you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was a ripper. What a great track, man. The oh, drums was, in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was Matt, Matt Sorum. You know, everyone loves, I think, uh, Stephen Adler more from a nostalgic perspective, I think. And don't get me wrong, Use Your Illusion. Uh, uh, sorry. Appetite for Destruction. Great. Just a masterpiece. We can't, can't deny that, but that's all. It's great. You know, I think Highway to Hell is probably one of the top five greatest complete rock and roll albums. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just absolutely top to bottom. You can play it straight through. Well, it's, it's the, the holy trinity of rock. And it depends depends on which side of the fence you lean on, whether you're a Bond person or a Brian person. But it's either Let There Be Rock, Power Age, and Highway to Hell, you know, the three in the row, or it's Power Age, Highway to Hell, and Back in Black. Mm. If you sort of yeah, because Back in Black is so kick ass. It's so kick ass, and Brian Johnson's amazing. But Bond Scott, I'm a short dude. Um, I just Bon Scott, man. He looked like he just could eat nails and spit bullets, man. That motherfucker looked tough. See, I, I, I could, I, I don't know. I, I could sort of pull out the bragging rights here and, and talk about my family connection to Bon Scott, but I don't know if I will. I don't want to be that person. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you can do, you absolutely can. I want to say family connection. My, my, my dad's a bass player and my dad's of a similar age to, to Bon. And before Bond joins ACDC, he lived in Adelaide here in Australia. That's where I was born and where my you know, family's from originally. Um, and Bond, uh, he was sort of between bands. I don't know how deep you know his story or not, but he'd, he'd left this band called Fraternity who had been in England and tried to make it. And he'd come back and he was sort of down in his luck working a day job. And occasionally he would do sessions you know, for sort of, uh, they were doing a session for, um, I think Dad said it was like some sort of uh, shopping mall. It was like an opening or something like that. So they're making the ad for it, making the TV okay. ad for it. And uh, so they'd hired Bond. My dad was a bass player. We said had the band and hired Bond to come in and sing the vocal on it. So, and apparently he'd walked in and bottle of Jack in one hand <laughs> came in and walked up to the drummer on the session and gone, you don't know what you're doing. And I like, kicked him off the drum kit and I'll play the drums on this. So he'd play the drums on, I don't, don't ask me what the shopping center was. I think it's long gone. I think it's been demolished since, but yeah. So he played the drums on the session and he, he did the vocals. And my, that was the first time, I, I think it was the first time my dad had met him or, he, but because Adelaide's a relatively small town, all the musicians know each other. And so he got to know him a little bit and I wouldn't say they're best mates or anything like that, best friends, but yeah, that, that was his one sort of overriding memory of him sort of waltzing into the recording session. And it's good. Drum, to, it's that, good to hear yeah. when they are what they, like when performers are what you think they are. Yeah, they yeah. just seem like a rad dude. He had his booze. He had his he's taking care of his business. You weren't good enough. Get out of the way. That's how the music sounded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it could be a slight exaggeration. My, my, my dad is prone to that. But um, but yeah, he said he was, you know, not they were the best friends or anything, but they were sort of a right, right, right. They were acquaintances, and he apparently he was a lovely guy. You know, all the, all the stories, all that part of the, the myth is, is and a hell of a story. performer. 
yeah. Like, like oh. really theatrical. Yeah. Like, really yeah, theatrical. Yeah, yeah. He never gets credit at that because he passed away so long ago. But, I mean, like, he was yeah. out there doing all the moves and everything, straight Jagger yeah, yeah. moves. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, it, it's, it's just such a unique – it just had that – had an aura, you know what I mean? Had, yep. had a, an aura. Yeah, yeah. So we're playing Carnival after the interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you okay, want to cool. tell us a story about Carnival? You don't have to. Do you have one? I mean, it's up to you. Oh, yeah, I can, I, can, I can tell you. It's, it's, I don't know if it's much of a story, though. I mean, like I said, I touched on earlier on, like it, it started off being very much more of a, it's almost had like a, I was really just mucking around. I had got some newer recording equipment and I was just mucking around with sounds and I had all these new drum sounds. So it started life as more of a, a very kind of glam rock, David Bowie era. Um, almost a little bit like I don't want to mention this person's name because he's turned out to be a horrendous person since. But you know there was a very famous uh, glam rock song, glitter rock song. That's all I'll say. Yes, I think you could. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it, it sounded a bit like that. It sounded like that person's big hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you know, it had that sort of sound to it, and and I was just mucking around. I had like some keyboards on there and like these synth sounds, and I thought you know. And that's how it started. And I, and so what we do when we write songs is we have a, a Dropbox folder and we just throw all these ideas in there. And and I just threw it in there. I thought, the guys aren't going to like this, but I was put, put it in there along with 50 other ideas. And it was like one of the... And then what we do, it sounds very nerdy and mathematic, um, but we get an Excel spreadsheet and then we write all the songs down and we rank them, you know, out of 10, 8 out of sure. 10, 9 out of 10, all that sort of stuff. And we do that with our producer as well. The guy who produced it, John, he, we all, the four of us get together and we do that. And that, yeah, that's how it kind of, and they all came back, oh, nine out of 10, nine out of 10, you know, nothing ever gets a 10 out of 10. Um, and I'm like, really? That one? So anyway, we got, we got into the rehearsal studio and ended up, we sped up the tempo a little bit and, um, and the lyrics, I'm very, I'm very notorious, I guess, when I say notorious, I guess within the band. Um, for waiting to the very last minute to finish lyrics and, and all that. I, I, I don't like doing that. It's the w- number one thing. I, I like making up melodies, but I hate lyrics. I hate doing lyrics. Mm. Um, it's just, I, when I say hate, it's just because what it's I'll not do is as, just, It's not as enjoyable as the other part. It doesn't come That's as all. easy. It doesn't come as easy. Ah. And what I tend to do is I, I'll just write pages and pages of things that could potentially be lyrics and then it's trying to figure uh, uh, pick out trying to figure out what it is so anyway that, that's kind of the story it's not I, I guess not that interesting but it's um so yeah started off life very differently it became more of a sort of a heavier lot heavier guitars um there's still a little bit of keyboards in the middle section there like a little atmospheric yeah. sort of things and and um and, and it's funny a couple of people have said recently it sounds a little bit like muse hmm which I, which I found, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I, which I'm definitely a fan of, um, but not to the extent where it was obvious to. Honestly, a, a bit, yeah. maybe. I think if you, it's it's heavier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got some pretty heavy guitars out there, man. Like, but it seems like yeah, with Muse, yeah. it's like this is more, um, I don't know, sometimes Muse has too much going on. I like them, though. But sometimes yeah, they got too, this doesn't have too much going on. It's nice and clean, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 
they, they, they put a lot of more electronic sort of stuff in there as well and a lot of sort of atmospheric background which is which is cool but i, I understand what you mean yeah yeah that's what i meant yeah too because i'm not i don't write music so when i say stuff sometimes I, it's purely from a yeah. uh, 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 consumer slash yeah. you know curator <laughs> slash whatever yep. of music that i am i like to yeah, yeah. I, I just have a really good ear for music i really have i, yeah, I just yeah. always have but like that's so cool. for the that's why like i like to say stuff like that like when because your reaction is what's going to get the actual like you're getting what i'm saying yeah yeah i, I know, and you then know. You're, I know. Pe- you're opening it like a coconut and having yeah. some delicious coconut milk <laughs> that's what it is my metaphors yeah, yeah. are on point is that a metaphor? Great. <laughs>
got something we got to talk about. Vegan food, dude. How you feeling about it? I like it. I like it sometimes. It depends on who makes it. Every every time I've had someone who's vegan make it, they know specifically what to do. So I, right. I trust them. So me too. Yeah. Everything I've ever had, I've loved. I even went to a um, one Thanksgiving. It was it was raw like they did. They cooked raw food because the husband had cancer and then he beat cancer by eating raw. Nice. You know, you know, cook anything. It was so good. It just wasn't. Like it wasn't Thanksgiving dinner, like it didn't it didn't feel that way. And that's going to that's what where I'm going with this is that I love vegan food uh, that I've tried everything I've tried. I've liked, but it never tastes like what the fuck they say. So stop saying that. Like, and here's my example. So. I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, I, I try to like, you know. Some of the days of the week, I like to get the the vegan burgers. Which I think are delicious. Uh, the what's it? What's what's the brand of uh, uh, beyond? Is it beyond? And then there's the other one, not meat or something. Impossible. Yeah. 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 Impossible I think it's, and beyond. I think it's beyond is the one I usually get and they're delicious but they don't taste like hamburgers. But I like to try to fit that in there with my dinners just to get meat out of there for one or two nights. Probably the same type of thing you do. Yeah. So I'm going to get the burgers because only two of them. And next to them, <laughs> they have the Beyond uh, Bratwurst. And I'm like, I love brat. A bratwurst with sauerkraut is just wrong. It's yeah, so good. Me too. I love sauerkraut. Oh, that combo, man. It is so good. That's some Renaissance fair shit right there. Dude. Yeah, that's I, you're there. I, uh, birthday time. Oh, yeah. Did, did it for the birthday. Needed sauerkraut so, and hot dogs. That's all. I I'm like, I got to get I got to try these things. Right. And I make the burgers in the air fryer and they turn out perfectly crispy and everything. Use the air fryer. So I put one in there and I make it. And it's right temperature, right? Everything I do it just right. Like it says delicious. It was so good. It tasted fucking nothing like a bratwurst. Nothing like what they say. You're right. It doesn't taste like it, right? It tasted more like um, falafel. Yeah. Yep. In, a, in the length of a bratwurst, like they took falafel and smashed it, made it the length of a bratwurst. And they use the casing. I thought this was pretty cool. Is like algae. You really? So it kind of has that, but it's good. It kind of has oh. that crispiness to it. My point is, once again, knocked it out of the park with the flavor, but completely not what I what I thought I was getting. Yeah, it did not taste like a bratwurst. You cannot sit those next to each other and say that's anywhere near it. It's the size of a bratwurst. But it tasted like falafel, which I love. So it worked out like next time I make one, I'm going to get some of that cucumber sauce. What's that shit? Called? The falafel sauce. 
Uh, it's usually tzatziki. Yeah, that's it. And I'm going to put that on top of it. Yeah, that'd be good. Because I used um, spicy mustard. Not spicy, Dijon, like hot mustard. And it was so good because I was like, what would be good on falafel? But next time I'm going to try the, the, the cucumber sauce. That stuff is good. I mean, po- you, 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 if anything has any uh, type of cumin on it, if you have a cumin, the seasoning, it's going to taste good with cucumber sauce. So like, I guess the z- point is it doesn't taste like what you say. And I don't know how you can remedy that, but I feel like it's false advertising when you're telling me it's a bratwurst, but it doesn't, it tastes like falafel ball. Yeah. I had someone barbecue. No, exactly. Someone barbecued me a burger once. Like we were camping. They're like, let's do uh, let's do some uh, vegan food. And I'm like, Oh really? Fuck me. Uh, That's fucking terrible. Awful idea. Uh, One of the best burgers I've ever had because they paid attention and she like really, really made it taste like meat. So I was like, all right, you win. All now, right. I also maybe I should get some tips from some vegs on spices to put on top of it to make it taste more like meat, because I bet you that is what they do. Like there's member, a way to trick my palate. Yeah, my band member did pork uh, uh, pastor seasoning on jackfruit. And he, I watched him chop jackfruit and taste like a fucking like a pork, uh, you know, El no Pastor shit. taco. It was, it was good. It was really good. That was the only time I was like. All right, vegans win. You I slow I, clap the vegans. I slow clap the vegans. Nice standing. Oh, I love it. Cigaretteless and all. Wow. Yeah. Full commitment. Full commit. That's great, dude. So I guess what I'm saying is, and I know most people are probably like Tully. We already tried. We fucked deal. We fucking tried that shit years ago. Yeah. Well, everybody hasn't. So if you haven't just know this, it's very good. Uh, it's, it's a good, I think it's pretty high in sodium and everything, but it's a, it's good to, you know, kind of stay off the meat. That's just the thing, man. Something sideways. That's the fucking PSA. Don't be fucking, uh, don't be fucking tricked. It's still full of fucking bad shit for you. Oh yeah. Well, that's right? true too. Yeah. Oh my God. They're not. I just think it's good to stay off the meat for a while. I wouldn't eat those every night. They're too full of sodium. Whereas it's the, so like, salty. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like the, the, if I got like pre-made hamburgers, they don't have any salt in them. Exactly. Thank you. Thank so you. Like, you know, yeah, you got to be careful, but I do think it's good. Like if you're a big red meat eater, have a couple of those and just know they're not going to taste like red meat, but they do taste good. Yeah. Just just make up a word for what it tastes like next time. Thanks, vegans. Like those are really like for me, those are falafel sausage. They should just call it falafel. Seriously, yeah. a version of that. Falafel. It's getting good now. Yeah, no, but I'm serious that that would be I would still have bought them and I would have taken my first bite and been like, that's exactly what it tastes like. Yeah. Falafel sausage. But still try them. It's good. It's good. It just does not taste like eat everything. Then then judge. Don't talk shit about it. Don't. But uh, because it just I just can imagine people being disappointed when they're like not a bratwurst. 
Exactly. But it also like when people eat uh, portobello mushroom burgers, you're like, that's not a burger. It's like, yeah, Dick, it is. It's a mushroom burger. Yeah. We just right. called it. You know what I mean? A burger is just a big, vast thing of meat on bread. That's what it is. And it is a mushroom. It's mushroom meat. Exactly. You can do a chicken burger, do a mushroom burger. You can do, you know, you name it. All right. We're not going to sit here and name it, you know. Enjoy it, though. Yeah. Have fun. Stop being a dick. Everyone. Don't judge. Don't judge them. Don't judge the, the meat and the veggies. Don't judge them. Try them, then judge them. Exactly. We're not saying you can't judge. We're just saying try it first. Try them first and then judge. And then, you know what? They should get the name right. You're right. That's the point of the story. Get the fucking name right. Uh, product makers. That's it. Top fucking 10. Episode 338. Coming in at number 10, the God Bombs. Check out the God Bombs. Instagram. They're nuts. They're awesome. It sounds scary, man. They're absolutely craziness. It's always like them surrounded by a bazillion maniacs. I love it. Check them out. Entering at number 10, the God Bombs with Bad Man. Number nine is Jack Mystery with Mascara. Number eight, Carly Jewel with Trouble We Are. Number seven, Bone Rust. Number six, The Stolen Moans with Poo Num 2. Number five is Word 66 with Tonight is the Night. Four is Crying Club, Bad Day to Be a Zebra. Three, Against the Sun with Undone. Two, Garlic Rooster, Paranoid Ambitions. And one, Again, from Not to Again, The Psychos of Soul with Like You Used to. That is your top effing 10 for episode Three three eight. You're listening to the Tully Dio show. That's where you send tracks. If you would like them us to play them on the show, you send them to the Tully Dio show at Gmail. We are the Outlaws of Rock, and we're here every week playing you some kick-ass rock and roll and talking and pre-drinking with you and having a good time. I'm Tully Dio. Meister Matt. Yeah, I'm taking it back. Yep, I like it. And uh, yeah, have a shot, a beer, a beer and a shot, shot beer, beer and a shot, big beers, and cheers.
Nothing's that poor senses, something's wrong Looks over his back, all he sees is stripes of his old black arrow And a patch of grass swaying in the wind He missed the lioness, obscured by cross He sees too late when the zebra sees her It's too late, she jumps out and he's on his back And she's got his neck
Do 